You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma stories through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and definitely on Instagram at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hunt here, your host, back with another episode down at the Oklahoma Hall of Fame today uh, with Neil and Alex. Talk about, I guess, being an, being adventurous, going around the state, uh, learning things. Um, it seems like you guys do a lot more cool stuff than most people who sit in a classroom learn, and I, that's, I'm all about that. Uh, getting out, a lot of kids you know, need to get out more than spending time on a PlayStation, which is not how we grew up, is it? But it seems like a lot of kids grow up now. But I'm sounding super old by saying that. But, gents, thank you so much for joining me. Excited to hear the story. Thank you for the hat and the T-shirt um, and the sticker and the mug, too. I'm, I mean, thank you. That's awesome. I really appreciate having that. Thanks yeah. so much for having us here, especially uh, it's it's April and, and Autism Awareness Month, uh-huh. and so uh, I, I appreciate you having us here and an opportunity to, yeah. to share our story. You guys were at the Capitol yesterday? Was uh, it yesterday or a couple of days ago? On on Monday, there was a yeah. Autism Advocacy Day. It was our, our first time to actually be in the Capitol at all, but first time to participate um, in, in that event, yeah. and uh, we had a... We had a table where Alex was able to meet a lot of people and share our story and, and kind of tell everybody a little bit about what we're about. Yeah. So the pages you guys have is uh, Oki School of Adventure, right? And that's on Instagram, at Oki School of Adventure, YouTube, and all the socials. Right. Talk about feeling old. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my, my daughter laughs at me when I try to do Instagram. So I, yeah. most of our content is on Facebook. And then uh, also on, on YouTube, we started making some videos. We'll kind of talk about how we got to that. What did you have to say, bud? So, so we're just gonna split into two parts. Yeah. De- interview with Dad and then me- interview with me. Well, when okay. coming out here, you might have to help remind me of some things. Yeah, yeah you too. have to. In, you have to weave that. together on this one because I got. I want to learn, and we got learn a lot about this and tell a lot of people about it. Um, I guess starting out, you know, tell us a little bit about kind of your story and, and how this kind of comes together. Okay. Um, well, to, to start with, I mean, I'm. I know the best way for me is at the beginning. And so Uh uh, when Alex was little, um, we had a couple of indicators that that maybe there were some things going on, but some of his milestones he wasn't quite reaching, and some of them he was just blown out of the park. Uh And so uh, we would just try to stay kind of patient with things, but then we could just kind of see how things sorted themselves out. But as he got closer to three, we started seeing more professionals, and uh, Alex ended up with an autism diagnosis uh-huh. and that was good for us because we kind of had a plan or, or an idea of uh, some more of the resources or things that we could go do and uh, at the time when he was three he was almost nonverbal. Uh, which if you would have told me when he was three that well whenever he was seven he'd have his own YouTube channel he's hosting videos I would have been right I, I, I would have been over the moon and I'm over the moon now but we at that time we were just worried if he would ever talk at all uh-huh. um, so he was the hardest working man in Oklahoma for a period. He had two or three speech therapies a week. He had occupational therapies. Um, he was doing a lot, a lot of work. Um, he, at the age of three, he started a, a pre-K program uh, at one of the public schools. It was a special inclusion class. And he did awesome. And he did awesome at four. He was doing so awesome 
that whenever he started kindergarten, we kind of took too big a step. And we went from, okay, we've been doing all these special programs. Uh -huh. Everybody thought he's ready for a regular classroom. And academically he was, but that was just not the environment he'd been in. He'd sure. been in with lots of one-on-one uh, -on -one instruction and a lot of hands-on activities. And now all of a sudden he's put in a classroom with 25 kids in a school of a thousand uh -huh. and it was just way too big a leap and so uh, he had an awesome teacher shout out Miss Grasden she was amazing but the structure just wasn't there for um, a lot of flexibility to adapt to the things he needed and that was the COVID year uh -huh. and so when COVID started um, Everybody, like everybody, we were forced to adapt to learning at home. Yeah. And that got us thinking, okay, maybe we can do this. Maybe this works out. And at the same time, he's learning at home. Uh, my wife's working from home. And my daughter, who is a teenager in high school, she's trying to learn at home. Yeah. And all of a sudden, our house got really crowded. And so we discovered that uh, we did best if we just got out of the house to go uh -huh. do things. Um, he would still do some regular classwork on a picnic table somewhere, but we would make it fun going yeah. somewhere else. So that was the end of his kindergarten year. And uh, as first grade came around, we thought, okay, we're going to try this to just stay at home and, right. and not go back to public school. And uh, about that time, my daughter got her driver's license. She didn't need me running around. Um, I started off what was going to be a leave of absence from work, but ended up just becoming a stay-at-home dad yeah and uh, our plan from the beginning was we're gonna hit the road if we can homeschool we can do it on the road right. so we bought a tent that we could strap to the back of our truck and um, as soon as my daughter got her driver's license I think the next day we loaded up in the truck and yeah. we, do you remember where we were headed buddy we were heading to Montana Montana he yeah, had it on Montana. his list that he wanted to go wow. to Montana and we thought, well, we're going to do this for two weeks. We'll go out on the road and head to Montana. Yeah. And now we, we had a regular curriculum that uh -huh. we were doing. So in the mornings, we would do worksheets or whatever was assigned to us. And in the afternoon, we would explore. Yeah. And by nighttime, we'd be at a camp somewhere. And the day that it really hit me, we were only three days into our trip. And uh, the assignment was on volcanoes. It was a science assignment on volcanoes. And... We thought we were just going to be driving through the corner of New Mexico on our way to Colorado. Sure. And there's a big sign that says, Kaplan Volcano, this way. And we said, hey, let's let's go. Yeah. And so we, on the day he was having to fill out a worksheet about the volcanoes, we were hiking a volcano. And um, that, that made it great for him. Right. And honestly, selfishly, it made it great for me. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you guys have learned, you know, by, I mean, you, both of you have learned so much. Right over the last couple of years, by just getting out and seeing parts of the country you probably wouldn't have had an excuse to go see now. It's not right. going to see a volcano is not generally on the uh, on the vacation list, is it? That's and that's a you know a great point. I'm not really just teaching him. I'm, yeah, I've discovered I never I did okay in school and and went through university and everything and it, but I never thought of myself as being a lover of learning. Right, and. Same. We're in the same boat. All of a sudden, didn't have to pass. And, exactly. Yeah, never really cared about history. I didn't really, you know. And it's just like now, it's amazing how like fascinating stuff is now, right? It's just like when you were sixteen, you're like, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so for him, 
he's getting that experience. I'm not, I'm not the world's greatest teacher, um, and I'm never going to be. Uh-huh. But if I can impart to him a love of learning yeah. and the skills to where he can adapt those. Yeah. And so it's, it's not always about outside things, too. I'll, I'll, I'll divert ahead to a different trip um, just because I want to make it seem like it's more than just going on hikes. Right. We, uh, one morning we were in, in Montgomery, Alabama. This is on a separate trip. And um, we went into Montgomery to, to go learn about some history. Yeah. Uh, and like you, as I, history was one of my least favorite classes. Yeah. Uh, we went to the parsonage of, of Martin Luther King Jr., the, his house, whenever he was a pastor there, and it happened to be closed. This very nice lady comes out. She sees us milling about. we obviously lost and don't know what we're doing. we got the truck with the Oklahoma tags. Yeah. But she sees us reading the signs, and she says, Are you here about the museum? And we said, Yes. And she said, Well, unfortunately, it's closed, but let me show you around. And we went up and down the street. She told us about so many houses, about so many things about the civil rights movement. And sometimes with Alex, it's a little tough to tell exactly what's soaking in. I mean, he paid attention and he asked questions. And, but um, I really wasn't sure how much of it was connecting. For, for me, it was an amazing experience. And then a couple of nights later, we uh, video chatted with his grandma who lives in Trinidad in the Caribbean. And um, they're just chatting about whatever. And I hear him start to tell the story of Martin Luther King to his grandma. And I was like, oh, yes, we are, we are making some progress here. Right. You know, we're doing, we're doing some good. Yeah. So um, it's, it's on all sorts of topics. It's uh, unexpected. Uh, we didn't set out when we went to Montgomery for that to be right. the goal. But we, we're just having that natural curiosity. Yeah. So, but to vert back to, to New Mexico, did you have something to add to that part, buddy? So, um, so um, I'll do a little bit of the timeline. Uh, then in, a- in April, my mom convinced me, convinced my father to, to make vid- learning adventures and sh- on videos and share them to other kids. Yeah. So we decided to do that. And the first video was a strawberry farm. That's exactly right. Gotcha. That, that is exactly how yeah. that part started. That's but, but when we were, uh, after New Mexico, we worked our way through Colorado, uh, mm-hmm. Wyoming. We got up to Montana, and we thought, okay, we, we're about two, three weeks in. Yeah. And uh, I asked him, are you ready to go home? And he said, no. He said, what else is out here? And so we ended up uh, all the way off the islands, off the coast of Washington, camped out there for almost a week, and uh, and then camped our, our way, working our way back home. Yeah. And when we got back home... I was, well, that was awesome. Where are we going to go next? But it's pretty cost prohibitive to try to right. do that all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought, well. And you have another daughter. Right? You have another, you know, you have a daughter and a wife too, right? It's exactly. not like you guys can hit the road and be like, all right, see you in six months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, so while we were in Oklahoma, I thought, well, there's got to be things to see around here. And there is so much to so see. So much. Yeah. So our adventures in Oklahoma began. And um, somewhere along there, Alex is exactly right. My wife said, you guys are seeing so many neat things. Yeah. And there's so many other kids who would benefit from seeing this, but just don't have that opportunity. Uh-huh. You got to start sharing it. And uh, I thought, okay, yeah. you know, we'll try. And so we started making some videos for YouTube. Had no clue what we were doing when we started out. Um, 
but right off the bat, I found some amazing things. You know, we had three subscribers and five views, you know, with the first video. But um, for Alex, one, it gave me feedback on how much he learned during that visit. Yeah. But it also reinforced whatever he learned. You know, they were, if there were missing gaps of information, we'd have to go look them up and find them out. And, um, and then I also had him practice his communication skills. I love listening to the very first one we did where he's doing voiceover work and compared to now. Uh, because in a year, he's made so much progress. And day to day, you don't recognize yeah. it. But when you look back over that right. time frame, yeah. you know, it's, it's been really amazing. Yeah. It, it's the same. I, I mean, I can relate to, because when I started doing the podcast, you know, I go back and listen to them. And I had a conversation with a friend this morning. Reps just matter so much, right? You know, you do it re repetitively for, you know, every day or, or whatever it is. It doesn't, matter, it doesn't have to be a full episode or a full video. But just doing it and practicing it as much as you can. I mean, and you, like I said, you don't notice the difference day by day. But when you watch that first video and you watch the one now, totally, it's just so much more confident. It's, you know, very good. And like I said, social skills will help so much more when you're presenting to a camera. Like, that's, that's a skill that not many people can do. So you're mastering it at a young age. So I can't wait to see what it's like in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. You have your own talk show. You'll be taking my job. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's, uh, I'm just, I'm just going to celebrate a 50 videos in one year. 50 videos, so you've done almost one a week and, then. And even one year of yeah. our YouTube channel in a while. And the YouTube channel's at over 1,000 subscribers, is it? Yeah, we, uh, we've, we're, I think we're around 1,200 subscribers yeah. now, and, and that's just been, you know, just plugging away and slow growth. Usually whenever we go to a place, uh -huh. um, you know, they become interested because it's uh, sure. about their topic, and then yeah. they share it with a few people. And so, yeah, we've, we've just that's slow great. and steady been picking them up. I, a year ago, when we were sitting there looking at three, and I think, okay, I've got five friends and four uncles who may watch this yeah, you know and i've watched it 10 times already yeah <laughs> maybe someday we'll have 50 subscribers yeah so, uh, you know i know there's huge ones out there but for us considering where we started and right. and uh and what we're trying to do uh, it's it's just yeah. been beyond our expectations and beyond the you know the subscribers yeah some of the stories that we get back um of course there's Initially, our, our mindset was, well, are the kids with autism? But then we quickly realized um, all kids are, uh, need exposure to some of these things. Uh, some of the ideas, frankly, we got from your podcast with the agritourism. Mm -hmm. And so many of those kids yeah. don't get the opportunity to see these things on the farm. And so we, uh, we have some uh, high schools that mm -hmm. are, are using it in their classrooms. Um, some of the places we've been on ranches where we're preg checking cows, they use that as instructional material. Yeah. One of our old college professors, uh, uh, have an engineering background, he uses the cotton gin one in a college classroom setting. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. But my favorite one is um, there's a, in, in South Africa, some of the schools that were closed down because of COVID, but also some, some civil unrest, uh, we heard some feedback from them that they were using it as part of their daily um, classwork yeah. and um, at that point you're like okay however many subscribers doesn't matter, doesn't matter. you know it was someone out around the world is watching what I do it, yeah. yeah and 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 Alex who at three couldn't talk is now helping yeah. helping kids that we'll never see halfway around the world learn right. so um, 
you know that that makes you think okay that's that's worth messing with the files and doing that <laughs> learning how to edit and all that stuff yeah, right. yeah yeah no you're right it's the power of power of social media and the power of technology is amazing um you know and it's you know you're, you're kind of shining a light and giving hope and a lot of instruction to people who can't uh, don't have access to it who can't just jump in a truck and drive around oklahoma they might not live in a state that's as interesting as oklahoma right you just don't think about it but it's uh you know when you, I guess when you got to that point where you're like, okay, I'd love to go to Montana and on the road for you know two or three months, but when you focus in on what we have here, you realize how special this state is and all of the cool projects. And you mentioned agro-tourism. I mean, there's hundreds of things to do through them. You know, like there's, I, everyone who's listening needs to go to their website and just check out, even just Made in Oklahoma and see the cool things that they do. And even if they don't offer tours, just call them up. You know, they're happy to have you for the most part. If they, you know, they're a family business, they want exposure too. So I'm sure that's been fun going to places. Alex, what's one of the things that comes to mind of like your favorite place you've been to in the last year? Well, last year um, it was my first video, strawberry video. That was the, the favorite first one. strawberry videos. Yeah. Where was the strawberry farm? Strawberry farm. It's in Luther. It's in Luther. Okay. Well, actually, actually, we went to a couple. We went to yeah. uh, one down in, in Mustang, Growing Pains. We went to to Luther. Uh, the lady I interviewed, the lady from Growing Pains. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was one of those situations where we show up, um, nobody else is around. Um, Alex comes out, it's the middle of the day, they're busy working on things. But it's exactly like you said, somebody is interested in their story, and uh, it's such an important story to tell. And you kind of feel bad because you know they're busy working, but they quickly make it known. They're happy to spend some time. Uh, the lady and Alex bonded right off the bat. I became just an extra, just a, yeah. <laughs> superfluous on the side. And the two of them, she was showing them about. Uh, she was showing Alex about strawberries. They were going through and picking, and um, she, she was just excited to see. And yeah. she was a little surprised at the end to find out that uh, that he had autism because mm-hmm. people have some mis perceptions about what all that can mean yeah but uh she definitely understood she said <laughs> she said he knows so much about farming are y'all farmers and i said no we're not but um he we, we go on a lot of these visits yeah. she says he knows so much right and uh that, again that made me feel good because not only is he absorbing it in but he was able to, to communicate that information yeah, back yeah, yeah. out to somebody so those have been uh you know, fishing, they talk about honey holes where you can always go to. If we, um, if, if we have a gap in what we're able to do or see, I go to the Oklahoma Agritourism site. I yeah. scroll up there. And they, not only is it a great site, there's always things being added. Um, yesterday, in fact, uh, we had an afternoon free, and there's a tulip farm that had just opened up at Hera, and we went to the tulip farm. Showed up. I'm classic for getting times wrong. I'm so glad I was here on time today. <laughs> You're good. Um, but they opened at three. We got there at one. And the lady, you could tell at first, was like, can you come yeah. back? But Alex started talking to her, and he put on his charm. And, and before you know it, we had spent two hours there before they even opened. Yeah. And, and were able to explore and pick our tulips in the end. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. So re- re- yeah. So if you rewind back to the B video, um, we probably had like 50 subscribers, and then after a little bit more videos, like 10 to uh, 20, we ended up gaining more than 500 subscribers pretty quickly, and then we got up to eight, and then a little bit later, we got up to 800. 
once it started growing, it started growing pretty quickly. You think the, B, the it was the B video that was the big turning point for us? Well, when it got, well, that was maybe when I got like a hundred subscribers or something, and um, yeah, I started growing. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about the B video. Where, where did you guys go for that? Um, I don't really remember. I think, it was, I think it was right outside of Yukon. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was out outside of Yukon. Um, did you have to put on a bee suit and collect honey? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I had to put on a bee suit. But did you I really? Did, yeah, I really had to. But uh, I did not really collect that. Correct, collect the honey. I guess I don't know. But you didn't get stung though. I didn't. Right? You didn't. The bees didn't sting you because you had a suit on. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Suits always help. <laughs> yes, because I I'm scared of bees and I hate getting stung and they freak me out. But if you put a suit on me. I might try it. Okay. That was the best part. Yeah. You had to wear the suit. The right. suit was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so famous sense for it is, so I guess the shortest sense of it is, is put on, if you put on a bee suit at a bee farm, you won't get stung. Yeah. By, from Alex. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and now that, that's close. I mean, Yukon's not far away, right? Like it's, you know, in the metro area, it's not, right. you know, there's so much to do within just an hour's drive of Oklahoma City. Right. And, yeah. and uh, you know, some of the things don't cost anything at all. Right. Um, but a, a lot of close, we've, we have covered the state. We've been all the way from Black Mesa, uh, all the way down to Broken Bow, Miami, um, the mushroom farm. That, I think that was a fair, you liked the mushroom farm a lot, didn't you? They were awesome. Yeah. Do you remember what you got to drive at the mushroom farm? I got to drive a tractor. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> You got to drive a front end loader. And, and yeah. you know, that's one of those that you think whenever you show up, you're like, okay, I'm curious about how mushrooms, right. but will he be? And uh, we probably spent three hours there and went from the very beginning all the way through. Yeah. And that lady was so kind. And, and uh, one, of the, one of the guys driving a, a front end loader, mm -hmm. shoveling the the compost that they move everything in. And at the beginning of the process, it's not that pleasant smell. Now, by the time the mushrooms are grown in it, right. it smells wonderful. But at the beginning, it's yeah, the, kinda... Yeah, the, the stuff needed to grow great mushrooms does not smell great, right? <laughs> yeah. So he saw us and waved Alex over, and he, he got to ride in the front end loader. And, and after, yeah. after that, it was just a great, great rest of the visit, too. So uh, uh, that was one of, well, every, it's hard to pick. Right. Every place is so great, but that yeah. was that was a really good visit too. So, yeah. so do you find with do you do, have you kind of develop you like take a curriculum and kind of just develop, personalize it to okay, where can we go to fit this story in in Oklahoma? And like, how does that process work? Of like, because you effectively got your own school now, right? Right. I mean, we when there is a, a scheduled curriculum that w which we go by. Um, I'm not that organized yeah. <laughs> to be able to look ahead and see, and so I really rely on my volcano luck a lot yeah, yeah. but uh it's amazing how many times things uh, well there's so many options here too isn't yeah. it like if you got one topic there's probably three or four options of places to go for right. those. right so um my training i'm an agriculture engineer by training and so i have a natural bent toward the ag topics and i try to make sure to break away from those every once in a while sure but um honestly those are the people that are most excited to have us out there some yeah. of the manufacturing places, and of course with COVID, some of, some of the uh, mm -hmm. food places and things, it's completely understandable. Yeah. 
but the, uh, the ag places are usually a little easier to get into and people are real friendly with that. But um, mostly it's just, it's just always amazing how things tie together. The, in addition to the volcanoes, do you have one to add? I'm sorry. So um, if you go fast forward a bit, you can get you can find the prank checking cows video, and that ended up becoming too popular because of my jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, awesome. He after the joke worked really well. He wanted to kind of shoe the horn that in every yeah. time. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, so you went to check cows. Yeah. So, Where at? Do you remember? Uh, um. At Drummond Ranch. Drummond Ranch. Mr. Okay, F- out in Pohuska. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Ford Drummond, yeah. He, Mr., uh, Mr. Ford Drummond is on the Nature Conservancy Board. Okay. And uh, Alex's mom, my wife, is, is on the board as well. And so there was a connection. Great. And um, that's a lot of times things snowball. I'm sure you experienced yeah. oh, this yeah. too, where once we went out there, and Alex, Alex had a great visit. Uh, he learned a lot. Uh, he, he also learned that once it got hot, he weaseled his way into the ranch house while the rest of us were out working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's true. And enough, and not fast forward. Um, if you go fast forward again, you can see that um, I have a sophisticated joke in one of my fish videos. Okay. And even there's to- a second one in yeah. a second video. Do you want to tell them the sophisticated joke? Why do you call a fish with a, with a bow tie? I don't know. What do you call a fish with a bow tie? So fishticated. <laughs> so fishticated. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So, so the, from uh, uh, from the Drummond Ranch yeah. in the Nature Conservancy connection, we actually went to the Bison Roundup uh, and were able mm-hmm. to watch. Did not participate. Was happy to be a safe distance back. Those are some seriously big animals. Right. Um, but um, visited the tall grass prairie, learned so many things there. And every place that we go, there's always a natural history that's involved because there's always the question of okay, how did this begin? And so that always ties into history lessons um, for English. And, and he'll helped out with the script. He'll read through the script and he's like, Dad, you got this wrong. You missed a word there. Or I think there should be a comma. And uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Uh, but it, he, and then of course he has to read it, which is, is part of a regular curriculum. We're supposed to record him uh-huh. reading a short story. Well, he reads stories all for time. this all the time. Yeah. So all of those things tie in. But the, the science bit shows up everywhere too. <laughs> We, we recently took a trip to Louisiana and we went to uh, an oyster lab, LSU's oyster lab. Mm-hmm. And there's a young lady there who is from Oklahoma. She had done her undergrad at Oklahoma State. And I said, well, you know, I asked her, I said, how'd you end up here? And she said, well, at Oklahoma State, I studied invertebrates. His lesson two days before was on vertebrates and invertebrates. And I'm like, invertebrates, yeah! <laughs> She's looking at me like, you know, she's studied him, and she's never met anybody that excited about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but even in that uh, in that process, the, the guy who was giving us the tour would ask, "Habitat? Do you know what a habitat is?" Yeah, we've just done things on habitat. Um, the, uh, there's just there's there's so, so many, many examples of okay, this this week's lesson was on animal cooperation, 
and then we wherever we go visit well, look there's animals cooperating yeah. and it i kind of think of it as the curriculum is just kind of open our eyes for things to look for and then boom they're just there yeah. you know when you when you buy a new car and it's the blue toyota you see blue toyotas everywhere so right. it's kind of that effect that's going on i think yeah, yeah yeah maybe we're just lucky so so um two things one the oyster video is ne- is the most longest video we currently have how long Are is you- it it's like 51 whole minutes. 51 minutes? Yeah. Our, the one before, It's like a small movie. Before that, we, ha- we had the 20-minute one that was the longest. Yeah. And then now we have a 51-minute one. And also, when when my dad makes a mistake, like, 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 um, like, uh, did make, to get, pick a tool, pick a tool up, you first have have to pick tulip. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you missed the word. Or put the D, D in there. <laughs> you, you, Alex, you're the one that edits everything and makes sure that it sounds and looks great. Yeah, I, I really want that. Also, Actor dad, and director. Dad just helps me just, that just helps my dad. That just helps it make, make all of the, all yeah. the voice recording easier, like for video. Right. So, so you do, so to that point, you do, you like, voice record some of the stuff after the fact as well then to voice lay over the videos you've shot a lot of it is a lot yeah. of um and we we try to capture some on film and then the voice yeah we write a script later when we're home we'll, we'll sit we'll see what um clips we have yeah uh, we'll make a list of what information we should be sure to include and then we'll he'll help say well this should be before this or not and then that's translated to whenever we're actually doing the tour uh, he's like dad make sure to get make sure to get a picture of that or give me the camera and I'll take a picture of that and or, then, or I'll take a video dad yeah and the person giving us the tour showing us will we'll say something and, and he'll hit me make sure to put that in the video and uh, uh, that's awesome because I know that he's thinking ahead and I know that he's uh, taking in the information so uh, and that's another feedback right. point where I'm just like and they happen all the time. I had no idea he kept track of which videos were the longest or yeah. which ones were 20. I don't know if I could have answered those. So I know he's keeping an eye on yeah. these things. Yeah, so. I know. Sorry if I'm talking too much, but um, but um, another another way to show how how I want to give info to other people are like are like here here this is this video this this is so interesting. I'm gonna video it. Can I video it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if you think it's interesting, a lot of other people are gonna think it's interesting too. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Total yeah. true. It's, I guess, with, I mean, looking back on when we when we went to school, I wish we had did something like, I would have loved to have just gone and toured around, right, and seen different places. Because, you know, when you go on a field trip, you usually have the greatest time because you've actually physically seen what you're learning about. There's so much, I mean, like you said earlier, it doesn't matter about the followers. It doesn't matter, like, you're having fun and you're building skills, right? Like, that's the main thing, the main, and you're having so much fun doing it. Right? Like right, the followers in us just a byproduct of you guys having a blast and, and developing skills and you know being better at what you want to be better at. I'm sure you've improved a lot doing just just video editing and, and meeting people and everything like that too. Well, that you make a great point, and and uh, Alex reminds me of that sometimes. There's been uh, not at everything we go do do we make mm-hmm. a video about. As a matter of right. fact, I would say maybe about half. And there'll be times where we go to see something and he'll see me grab my phone it's all shot on the iphone and he says dad are we we gonna make a video on this one and i said i think so he said can we not this time yeah and i have to sit there and think 
Yeah, we could not. Uh-huh. It's it. The, we uh, we went on trail rides down at um, Ardmore on horses. And he takes horse lessons now, but that's, this time maybe it's maybe his second time ever on a horse. Mm-hmm. And, and he saw me getting prepared to do it. And of course, I'm going to take pictures as a well, dad. Yeah, of course, and, yeah. Just but, to have those for a record doesn't matter if anybody else sees them. But he uh, he's like, are we going to make a video out of this one? I said, I think so. And he he's can, can we not? Can we just ride horses? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, let's let's just ride horses. Right. And so to to your point, keeping that priority in mind of what what are we really doing this for? It, uh, yeah, it's it's fun, and I, yeah. I, I I'm very fortunate. Um, but the the important thing here is exposing him to a wide range of things that he's able to learn and, and love, and ultimately someday as as he's picking a career, I can think whenever I was a kid and people say, well, what do you want to do? I could have named maybe four or five jobs. I didn't right. have any idea what all was out there. Yeah. I want him to know all of these things that are out there so he can truly find what what inspires him so yeah. he, he can go that direction. What, buddy? I'm sorry so, I'm talking uh, too much. Your turn. So, um, I, I forgot. <laughs> Next time I'll stop faster. Thank you. But, um, thing is that I actually remembered. Okay. Thing is, is when I say, can we just not make a video right now is because I just really want break, some breaks yeah. from making it's them. It's important to take breaks. It's important to take Not breaks. Not get burned out. Too. It's, I even take like five minute breaks while my dad is trying to do some more voiceovers for mm-hmm. me on a video. I do that with my wife too. She doesn't like it very much. Take five minute breaks when she's when she's talking. <laughs> when she's talking on a live oh, yeah. stream, I guess. What's uh, what, what is your guys' kind of plan going? You know, for the rest of the year. I mean, is there any other places that are on the? I know you say you don't generally plan out stuff, but is there places you want to go to that in Oklahoma or out of state? So, um, as we're we're in early Aprilish now. Mm-hmm. Um, his curriculum is supposed to go through till May, and so, but he's already finished his social studies. He is one lesson away from finishing his math, and we're very close on on the others. Yeah. So you know, I want everybody to know that whenever um, we're doing all these things for school, there is a stack of worksheets that's a full five inches high that he's done this year just for second yeah. grade, and that doesn't even include all the things he's written on the computer separate. So. This young man does a, just does a lot of regular work too, yeah. so it's not just all just having fun and out in the field. But we are uh, we're focused on uh, wrapping some of those things up. And now that the weather's warming up a little bit more, uh, can you tell Mr. Mike where you want to go next? Where I'm going to go next, um, I guess, is to go to a maple syrup farm. A maple syrup or, farm, or, the ca- or just toward the capital. That would be cool. Well, yeah. we're going to Maryland. Is what that's what what's been on his list. Okay, um, yeah. that that was on my list too. Yeah, that was first on my list. Where do you go for maple syrup, other than going to Canada? Oh, Vermont, Vermont, and uh, since I have a passport, I can go into Canada. Yeah, if I want to see more. So we are hoping that there'll be some things to say, see maple syrup-wise if we make it as far uh, as Vermont. Yeah. Uh, we're, we've missed a little bit of the tapping season and some of the boiling down stuff. But uh, those are some of the stories he read in school this year, yeah. and so he's naturally interested with that part. But we're going to uh, we're gonna go there before that trip. Um, 
somebody has invited us out to call turkeys so okay. we're going to be able to go see some turkeys yeah we might try to get in one more fishing trip before we leave where do you guys go fishing um we've been a, a variety of things we love going down the blue river uh-huh. um the, the, the trout fishing it's so pretty down there and i'm not a very good fisherman and, yeah but i can use that's really well stocked um and so i can usually pull some out there it sounds so, like my kind of fishing yeah, <laughs> yeah. um one of the places that we recently went fishing was Texoma and fished for striper. We went on a guided boat yeah. there, uh, which which was really interesting things, how things fall together. Um, I let some people down there know that hey, I'm looking for a guide. This isn't your normal group of right. big guys trip or business trip. It's mm-hmm. father and son and the son has autism. And you know, I want you to be aware, make sure you're prepared for it. Well, the, the young man that we got hooked up with is involved with a program called Cast for Kids, okay. and they specialize in taking special, special needs kids going uh, yeah. fishing and catching their first fish. And this was separate from Cast for Kids, but he was uh, he 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 has a brother who has Down syndrome, and so uh, he's familiar with some of these things, and that's why he got involved. And so we we had he tailored it. To Alex, it wasn't about catching 50 fish and whatever else. It was about having fun down there. And so one of the things he did in preparation for that was he knows a guy who makes baits, and the guy made some special baits, and he put autism pieces in there. Great. Which caught the most, the biggest fish. Yeah. Do you have so, um, so um, that's the beginning. Of, that's beginning of chapter three. Uh, chapter two was exclamation about videos, but um. I just want to say once I um once I went fishing with Striper and I named every single Striper Terry the Fish. <laughs> Terry the Fish number one, number two, number three, and keep going. They were all named going. Terry. And, and, yeah. and even impossible to, for the fish to tell who 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 the person was talking to. That's like brilliant. like like um you could say hello Terry the Fish and all the Terry fish down are like is for me. <laughs> so it's great. So the company that made the uh, the, these lures with the autism pieces there in Decatur, Texas, they're going to have us down so that Alex can actually see how these lures That's are made. Awesome. So, um, again, things just kind of one thing ends up leading to another. But these are some of the trips that we have planned. And then then we're going to pack up the tent and the dog. We travel yeah. with the dog now, yeah. which is <laughs> interesting. <laughs> what dog have you got? Um, we've got um, a, a dog with seven kinds of breeds. And uh, if you want to know, uh, back then he used to sleep on the tailgate. Now he sleeps in the tent, which makes him go insane and sleep on my, on myself. He sleeps right next to you in the tent. Oh, yeah. Sleeps right next to me at the end of the tent. If he doesn't get up, we can't get out. <laughs> and we try also tried a new way of um, of getting him up there. It yeah. actually worked. We don't need to uh, lift Murphy up and toss him in the tent again. So Murphy is, Murphy's the dog. We actually got him on one of our trips. We yeah. picked him up in Illinois and uh, as a pup. And um, he's a year old now, and I thought, what dog would not love this life? Right. Okay. Murphy does not love this <laughs> He <laughs> wants to be a house dog. <laughs> Murphy's <guess> so bad. <laughs> Murphy is... Chapter three, that one. Buddy fart. <laughs> 
He's a big Murphy is a big fan of uh, heating and air conditioning yeah. and and sitting on carpeted surfaces. <laughs> so the campground is not, not, not his, his favorite place. happy place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's but, brilliant. Oh, by the way, we uh, originally picked we picked, if you rewind back to South Carolina trip um, uh-huh. along the way back we we took Murphy and um, we also got. Got to take him down into Oklahoma. That, so uh, we went into Illinois, Indiana. I don't even know. Yeah, you guys have been a lot. Is there a state you haven't been? State you haven't been to? How many? How many states have you ticked off? Do you, do you remember how many states? Took off about thirty-seven uh, to four forty-five, maybe some or something like that. And when I looked at the map, mm-hmm. uh, there was no no California or Nevada. Okay. I know we would know do knows later in the future, but then that's when I looked up in the northeast and I, and I was like, well, time to go to the northeast. The northeast yeah, that's, you guys have been pretty much everywhere. Though. That's part of why he's picked Maryland is because gotcha. those Mid Atlantic states and north, those are most of the ones that we've missed. But yeah. I think the count's at thirty eight okay. now. And um, yeah, in the last year we've well. And that's since COVID, so the last two years since COVID. Yeah, side. I guess yeah. it's been longer than that. So it's been uh, all the way from those those islands off the coast of Washington, all the way to the beaches in South Carolina. Amazing. Yeah. We've we've camped in 100 degree weather. We've camped in 20 degree weather. Yeah. We can We even camped. We even camped in eight. 85 degree weather? I don't know. That's a little better. Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah that sounds a little better than 20 <laughs> degree weather, too. What, um, finishing up, what, what are kind of like the things that you, you try to get at? Like, you want, when people come to see you, they know, you know, they watch what you do. What are the things that you kind of lessons or, or you want to teach others and get across to people that, even if they had never heard of your stuff other than listen to this, like what, what's kind of the, other than obviously, you know, the goal generally is to, develop skills and, and learn history and, and social skills as well. But, you know, the people come to you as well for a lot of other things. You know, as as become involved in this, um, I started watching several different groups on education. Mm-hmm. And uh, being the homeschool dad, it's, it's kind of a unique position because you're in the room in these places, but nobody really pays any attention to you. And so yeah. you're just able to kind of watch. So um, we follow groups that are homeschool groups. Uh, we follow groups that are called unschool groups, where the unschooling, where they say, oh, you just follow the child's interests. Um, obviously, we have public school in our background, some private schools, some extra therapies. Um, we've, we borrow from all of those. Mm-hmm. We, I, I get, um, there's, there's, there's tons of positives in education, and I want to keep things positive, but one of the things that I see that that worries me sometimes is people get in their silos and they start defending that silo instead of thinking about the kid. Mm-hmm. And we borrow from some, from several different silos. Yeah. Um, so, you know, from the unschool group, I love that. I love that uh, philosophy of, well, follow kids' interest and build that natural love of learning. Mm-hmm. The problem is, if I just ask Alex, what do you want to see? He, he doesn't know what's all out there. Right. So you have to show him, and then he can decide. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't for me, or I, I love this. Let's yeah. do some more of this. Um, you know, so, so those are some of the things. The, um, I, I'm not an education expert, and I don't hold myself out to be. I make plenty of mistakes. And so I don't like, I don't like doling out advice for other people. Yeah. But... I do think that it, you know it's, it's pretty self-evident to everybody that 
if you're able to have the child involved hands-on to where they can do these things or not if they're not doing them so they can see them yeah they take away so much more and so, so that's that's been a big takeaway for us and then just like I'm not an expert on education I'm not on autism at all autism is there's such a wide range of things so many different mm-hmm. things going on with it I, I try to be an expert on on his version of it but um, the lesson that I hope that we're sharing from that is there's there's just some remarkable kids mm-hmm. and of all different types and abilities whenever I heard autism I, my mind kind of goes into one thing you know for people my age a lot of people kind of think a rain man type yeah look you, you have um, some kids with autism who don't speak at all and then you have some who talk a ton you have some who are shy you have some who are really extrovert you have some that are good in math and some that are they, that's they, kind of like the cliche thing people think right so he must be great at math oh yeah right? you know, we, we get that all the time and yeah. and, and and he is pretty good at it, but, right. but yeah, people think that it's just automatically just must be really, really good at that. And the, the truth is, autism or not, just like every other kid out there, yeah. uh, they, they have a range of things that they're really good at and the ones that they're not. And uh, hopefully people take some inspiration away from what we do. They, they're able to watch uh, some of the things that we do and learn, but... Um, the biggest thing I'd like to see people do is to say, "Hey, I could do that too. Yeah. I, I could, uh, I can look at my own state's agritourism and find stuff." Now, I'll tell you, if you're in a state outside of Oklahoma, your site's not going to be as good as our yeah, site. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. but they're still there, and right. and, and you're going to be able to find these things. And uh, I, you know, I think when you look for those opportunities and do it, you, they're going to have such a great experience. It's just going to snowball on them as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're right. Like, there's so much to do in Oklahoma, and agritourism. They take a lot of pride in it. There's a lot of families, uh, and like you said, the you know the, the examples you've given today, like the, you know, even though you show up early, they still want to take care of you. They're still happy. You know, in some places they may just say like we're closed, turn around, see you in two hours. But just the experiences that you guys have had, you know, just speaks to agriculture in Oklahoma, people in Oklahoma, everything that everybody already knows about this state and the people. One of the reasons, you know, one of the main reasons why people love living here and why I love living here and telling stories. It's it's a special place to be. And, you know, for you, you know, three or four years ago, you know, when you guys were dealt this hand, right, you know, you think there's a lot of questions to ask, you know, and, and why us and how, you know, why Alex and all these questions. I can't help but think how grateful you are now of how all these experiences you've been able to experience right over the last three or four years with Alex to develop his skills and how we look back like you said you know earlier you look back you know when you said you got the diagnosis at three and you think that he's seven and he's narrating his own videos like that's that's powerful right you know it's things that quote if Alex grew up as a normal kid you wouldn't you wouldn't have never experienced those things that's so there's there's so much to be grateful for there there's a lot of truth in that there there is I mean we uh you know, obviously, obviously, very close. You know, because mm-hmm. we get to spend so much time together. Yeah. Um, and blessed in so many ways to be able to do that. I know not every family would be able to do it to the extent we are, and certainly not every autism family. Right. Very understanding wife and very understanding big sister, mm-hmm. uh, who allow us to get out and 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 do yeah. these things. But uh, wouldn't wouldn't trade it. Wouldn't yeah. trade it. It's it. He, that's the person he is, and I love every bit of it. And. Uh, I've been glad to be a part of it. Yeah. 
Alex, where, where should people go? What do you want to tell the people listening of what your channel is, where they can go watch you, and, and maybe what videos are coming up next? So, um, so my guess is that the videos upcoming are state capital videos, and um, our pages are on YouTube, Okie School of Adventure, Facebook, Okie School of Adventure. Same with, I don't know, maybe Instagram and um Twitter. Okay. Note that Twitter's cool. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for both of you. Thank you for your time to come down today. Thank you for sharing stories. I can't wait to watch you grow. I can't wait to see your adventures, see the video of the capital. It's going to be awesome. See the video of you going to see, you know, the maple syrup stuff. I can't wait to see that. For people listening, I'll post the, li post the links to the descriptions. Oh, sorry, post the links in the description uh, and go check out Hokie School of Adventure. Yeah, don't forget, like and subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, you know it all. Like, subscribe, follow, everything you guys heard. Uh, yeah, if you if you don't want to, that's fine. <laughs> you can learn. You can learn. You that's can learn. awesome. Thank Alex, you. thank you guys. Thank you so much for having us. That's all You're right. You're welcome. You love it. For everyone listening, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma stories through its people since 1927. Follow them online at OklahomaHOF.com and definitely on Instagram at OklahomaHOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.